Welcome to The Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Today's guest is on a mission to spread music, joy, and illumination to the human soul and spirit while helping others. John Soho Johnny Pasquale is doing just that through the Let Me Help Foundation. I am really happy to be able to uh, introduce you to someone today who who is doing what I think is just like you know if you can if you can do this then you've got life down. And what is the this? It's the finding your passion and using it to help other people. And Soho Johnny is uh, in New York City. He joins us right now. Uh, let me let me grab him. There he is. Hello. Nice to see you, Johnny. Hi, Nicole. Thank you for having me on the show today. It is my absolute pleasure to have you here today because you are one of those guys that uh, somehow or another has has managed to to either intentionally or not, maybe accidentally, kind of fall into what you're doing, your passion to help other people. And I'm really excited about that. And so let's start there. Was We're going to talk about the, the Let Me Help Foundation, but would you say in your entire life, all of these things have always led to helping other people? Was that by accident or was that by um, design? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, great question. You know, I think as we get older, we kind of rediscover what we really were all about at earlier points in our life. Okay. And I was a stuttering, nervous kid brought up in the boogie down Bronx, probably one of the biggest melting pots in the United States in New York City uh, back in the day. Uh, but even from that time, I used to entertain the class with practical jokes, and I used to get in trouble all the time. But, you know, just have that umbilical cord that uh, artists have and just seem, making people smile. So it kind of originated there. And then, you know, my parents eventually got a house in the Bronx, and there was a garage in the back, and I had this reputation. And my friends and people from the area would come to this garage, and I'd have a music, rock music, which is now classic rock music, strobe lights and everything. So I just loved that seed of entertainment. Uh, but just to speak to your question about, um, you know, that connection with the audience and everything, I'm the accidental tourist, okay, uh, in doing that. You know, I just, you know, I kept, kind of didn't know, you know, what I was doing. I worked for a family business back in Soho, which is why I got the nickname Soho Johnny and my entertainment platform, of course, is SohoJohnny.com. But, you know, I just kind of, uh, you know, it just was that connection with the audience and just uh, the smiles that always propelled me going forward. Um, and then just fast forward from that, uh, you know, I started doing um, get togethers, family reunions, and I kind of loved it. And I was a DJ when disco, uh, disco came out and, uh, you know, loved the music, very, very passionate. And uh, then, you know, uh, my dad died 26 years ago, give or take the cancer. And that kind of like was the aha moment for me, mm. you know, because I said, you know, I just got to do something about this a little bit and make myself feel better. Of course, you know, we all, especially during these times, people are going through so much. Uh, and I started doing events and I started tying them to the American Cancer Society, uh, which is very, very near and dear. My dad, I lost him to cancer and to uh, many other people. It affects all of us in some manner, shape or form. And that was the aha moment. That was the trifector combining the passion of, uh, of performing myself from an artist on the deliverance and then with the love I've gotten and support of so many people along the way, I ended up building this entertainment platform called Soho Johnny. And believe me, it's not about me taking credit for it. A lot of the shows I do to raise money, 
you know, I owe it all to the people, the artists that donate time or have supported me or, you know, my, my team around me. They deserve all the credit. I'm just that little Mack truck figure on top of the hood of that Mack truck, but all the horsepower is the people behind me that, owe, that I owe all the credit. Wow. That's, that's humble of you to say. I know though what it takes. I'm sure there's this effort again and again and again to not grow weary of, of helping others. And so not only you have Soho Johnny, but now you've expanded that into let me help that. Let me help foundation. What is that? Tell us about that. Well, um, very much akin to what I just described with my dad. Uh, I will share this with the audience and listeners that I lost my mom to COVID last year. Mm. Okay. I was very blessed. She lived to 93 years old. I was blessed to have her that long. But of course, it was unfortunate and she had more time due her. But of course, this disease, like so many people, have been affected or have lost loved ones, of course. Uh, you know, and, and just in the same situation, I had was thinking about doing a foundation. Now, for, the, for those of the audience that may not know, the difference between a foundation and a charity it's a foundation could be a conduit to give to different charitable purposes or to different charities. For instance, I could do a show for and, and give money to muscular dystrophy. The next one could be for cancer. The next one could be for, for, for uh, cerebral palsy. And I thought that was an excellent platform. And I had that gestating slowly. But when I lost my mom, I says, you know what? Let me take this off the shelf and just ramp it up. And uh, uh, I was very fortunate. I, had, I did a very successful show back around Thanksgiving of last year uh, in 2020. And, uh, and, and I had artists, thanks to my team, either allowing appearances, allowing footage or shouts outs or performances from all over the world, all different genres of music and entertainment. You know, people like Ozzy Osbourne, Patrick Stewart, Cedric the Entertainer, C.C. Uh, Pennison, Rick Wakeman, John Lodge from the Moody Blues, uh, B-52s, Fred Schneider, and the list goes on. I got a long list here, but, you know, and the amount of love that you get from doing these things redefined what I've always heard my whole life, that when you give is when you really receive. That really took on a new, new meaning for me. Uh, and during these times, social distancing, I say, is not social isolation. It's actually the opposite. Now's the time that we need to maintain outreach and connectivity and keep people's spirits uplifted. Things are getting better. We're going, going to get through it. We will prevail as we always do. I'm a firm believer. I'm a glass, glass half full type of guy of the human and the ethics of the human spirit. Uh, I did a comic book, uh, Mandate for Humanity, ironically, before, before, the, before the pandemic. And it was kind of about this Soho Johnny, my alter ego character, going around trying to bring spirits up for this kind of like uh, pandemic. It was, we didn't, weren't talking about the pandemic in this pandemic-driven world. And uh, I get powers from the three uh, people in the entertainment business. My buddy Scott Page from Pink Floyd, Howard Bloom. We all know him, famous uh, uh, PR guy. And, uh, and Monty Rock III, because I love classic disco. He was the DJ in, uh, in uh, Saturday Night Live. I was not Saturday Night Fever. And uh, he did that song, Get Dancing. So, mm -hmm. uh, so listen, I ended up involved with this entertainment platform. But to answer your question, I'm just like, I, I wasn't even driving the bus back then. But I'm very blessed that I ended up where I am right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just, it just, just puts wind to my sails every day. Yeah. You know what I think is really interesting? I'm going to go way, way, way back with you, uh, Johnny. And that is, uh, I think you were maybe in like sixth grade or something. But the Bronx was not... 
I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it's like now. But the Bronx at that point was not like, a, oh, let's all you know play outside on the sidewalks with our kids, and you know, like it. It, it was kind of tough, tough territory, right? And well, sure. I mean, in those days, there was a lot of gangs on the street, you know, and uh, I had a duality. You know, I was kind of like kind of always, always cramming to get that A. I went to a pro. My parents put me in a parochial school. I was a nervous kid. But on the other hand, in order to go back and forth to school, I had to wear colors. Not that I was a tough guy. I was a coward. But I would give back and forth from school back in those days. So, yeah, it was different. And that's kind of what, you know, the other parents of all the kids that would come in grammar school and even the, my early uh, high school days to come to that garage in the back. They were, say, we were there, we were hanging out, but they were glad that they were there, even the other families that the kids were there because they were off the streets back in those times. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you created something really special and safe in that moment that, um, before it became cool, right? Before it became like, okay, let's create a, a special teen club or whatever. Like you were the original teen club. <laughs> I guess so. But, you know, it's uh, it's just kind of natural. I mean, you know, I'm a performer myself and I'm recording some music and everything. And I've been blessed to have those invitations and, uh, you know, co-producing some movies. And it's just amazing how this all just came to me. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I found this was always inside you. You know, people ask, like, for me to give them advice and everything. And I say, you know, drive the bus of your life. Don't be you know, follow that passion. Listen, there's always a time for business, the nine to five job. You got to do it. I got to put food on the table for your families and everything. But remember to try and tie it to some nobleness of purpose and, you know, and connectivity with people. And, uh, uh, but also follow your passion, try to do something in some manner, shape or form, make that part of your life. Yeah. So when you're working with all of these, uh, big name celebrities, do you find that, um, there's a generosity of spirit or connectivity or is is it is it ego driven or is it a little bit of both listen everybody has you know they come with their own set of goods okay um i usually consider you know double celebrities if i could say that uh in the facts of the ones that give back in some nature there's some great people out there that have you know, just found it, you know, found their way like I did. Uh, and they give back. I mean, look at the people that came on my show. You know, nobody got paid for doing that. They just came to said, hey, I raised money for uh, uh, prostate cancer. I raised money for, I mean, I, I mean, they did. Okay. Right, uh, right. Prostate cancer, uh, um, uh, COVID, uh, getting meals to COVID families or people that were sick, whatever, to the Department of Aging's and Yonkers. And uh, the last one was anti-bullying mandate through a, a part of one. It was a six hour show. Uh, for, and that was one hour was produced by uh, another talented guy, Andrew Cole. Hashtag I am no joke, anti-bullying. And, uh, you know, that was, uh, but it's all the credit all goes to them. So, yes, uh, are there egos involved? Listen, I think there's a little ego in everybody. I yeah. mean, and there's the good part of it. And there's the bad part of it, yeah. if you want to say bad. But, you know, it's good to have a good, healthy ego as long as it's tied with, you know, tied, tied with humanity, you know, and grounded. You know, I think mm -hmm. that's good. And that's part of, you know, what, you know, pe people love that connection. You know, people, you know, it resonates. I noticed, you know, the love, the love I've gotten from people, cancer survivors that have approached me. I mean, you can't put a value on that. And those are the things that will elevate us at the end of our life. Yeah. You know, money is just a tool. This is the thing that really counts. Mm -hmm. Will you tell me about a favorite kindness story? 
kindness it, it could be something as simple as putting someone's a smile on an elderly lady's face when you walk down the street or it could be something that you take more of an active role and volunteer in your time and and this is important to remember we are all role models to each other it doesn't matter what you have or don't you have no matter in what humble sense that you could do something you know try to put people in a better frame of mind okay you could go about your life still do what you got to do and you know it kind of puts you in a better frame of mind so you know if everybody could just wake up if all your listeners that are listening right now could just have that understanding that every day is a blessing and a gift okay we have to be thankful there's people less fortunate than us i mean i think about that every day okay because tomorrow is promised to nobody and i'm thankful and i, I and I, I try to show my appreciation just by putting some good out there again it's not about me this is just my philosophy that i like to share with people um and 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 i'm very very thankful and and, and it just you know it's just like a moth to the flame you attract like-minded people yeah. when you do this and that's kind of what uh has uh, created this whole thing, this whole uh, thing that's happening here. I mean, I've got so many things going on. My head is spinning, but I'm blessed to be able to be there. Was it the loss of your parents, first your father, then your mother, that 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 made you look at things like that? You know, when I was being brought up, people always say, you know, as long as you have your health, you have everything, and you know. Time is uh, the most precious commodity, and that's all true. But yes, I think, you know, when you get that, that you know, when you're catapulted or jarred in a direction and you lose significant people, certainly your parents, uh, for me, I mean, I was blessed. My dad uh, was a poor guy. He came, his grandfather, uh, my, his father came from, uh, from Europe here, a poor immigrant, and he lived through the Depression. And, uh, you know, he was a humble guy and everybody, and he had a trucking business. He ended up with his brothers. He was a very, very humble guy. And uh, I say that I got my humanity, my humility from him and from my mom, who always used to play music back in the day. And, and she was a little bit trained getting involved with entertainment. I owe her my sense of like entertainment and music. And, uh, you know, so they definitely were inspirations for me and losing them kind of. You know, I try to channel grief and everything. We go through emotions. We go through stages, okay, when you have a loss. And it doesn't have to actually be a death. It could be breakup of relationship or anything or losing an animal, a pet, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you go through those things, and that's a form of energy. So it's important that you go through those steps because that's how we heal. That's how we get by. That's how we go forward. But certainly, um, you know, the uh, understanding what it is and channeling that energy in a positive way is what helped me feel better okay to try to touch other people in their memory and everyone else that's affected because we all go this is not meant to be paradise where we're living right now on this earth that's right yeah okay well we're going to let you go in just a moment but first i want to know from you what do you want from us what can we collectively do to support soho johnny and to support let me help well, letmehelpinc.org, uh, info at letmehelpinc.org for those people who have any suggestions for the foundation. SohoJohnny.com has a mailing list. We're on Instagram and uh, all the usual suspects, YouTube and everything. Have people help me with social media. But just a shout out to you and, uh, and, and, and your show uh, for what you're doing because you're keeping the line on too during these, these times. And I think that's so, so important. So I just want to Tap my hand out for you, Nicole, what you're doing and your team here for your show. And thank you for it because you're already doing it. And that's, you know, it's, it's all about, 
it's all about you know us just working together because things are getting better i promise and i've got so many exciting things projects in soho johnny for the listeners please you know check check out whatever it is and let me help and uh you know we've got uh, an artist that we we represent animazex and you know we had them uh, through uh, my mentor john valesco they're going to be helping a blind kids camp okay which was suffering during COVID because they, they, they affect, affected all, everybody even there's all these other good causes that got hurt like economically uh blind kids camp as well called camp marcella and they're going to be performing for them doing a show as well so it's those type of things those feel good things when you come so blind children's camp i mean how could that hit me right, right. here Right, right. It's just everyone goes, oh, right? Like, so kind, so kind. Okay, so everybody needs to follow you so they can find out all of the cool things that you're doing that you've got coming up. Uh, Thank you so much, Johnny, for talking with us today and sharing a little bit about LetMeHelpInc.org. Thank you so much, Nicole. That was a conversation with Soho Johnny, founder of the Let Me Help Foundation. Learn more at LetMeHelpInc.org. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section. 